1: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: The biggest idiots
3: deserve the big, bad shovel of wisdom. Sponsored by Jerry's Toyota.
0: And their exclusive benefits, including free service maintenance for four years or 50,000 miles. Visit Jerry's Toyota just north of the Beltway on Bel Air Road and online at jerrystoyota.com. 105.7 The Fan.
2: Time to give out shovels. If you have a shovel, give us a call. Give us a text, 410-583-1057. Hit us up on Twitter, at bbms 1057 van. Ed North, so we'll get you a shovel this morning.
4: I'm going to give it to all the police agencies from the West Coast to the Midwest. How they missed this, is, I've just, I, who knows? I just find this one funny. There's a tricked-out promotional car made by Slim Jim. It was delivered to Los Angeles for a promotion out there. And it was gonna go to Florida. They, they'd take it all over the country. Somebody stole it from Los Angeles. It was recovered in a suburb of Chicago. Can you please tell me when this <laughs> when the description went out for this car, how nobody saw this on an American highway. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> how could you not see this car? <gasps> Yeah. And for people who can't see it at the moment, we'll post it. The paint job is a Slim Jim wrapper. It's yellow and orange, red, you know, labels with Slim Jim on. It's actually got a Slim Jim dispenser inside. It's it's like a, it's a Mazda Z, whatever. Oh, it's a Nissan. A Nissan. Mm. I guess it was 280Z, whatever they have now. Yeah. Slim Jim wrapper car went, like, you know, 2,000 miles. Nobody saw it.
5: How is that even? I mean... Especially
4: with car theft is such a hot topic in this country is it right in now. In the back
5: of a truck or something? Like I, I
4: mean, maybe they did, but yeah. it was recovered in Chicago where they were trying to take some of the, the promotional wrapping off it. But it was found. Like, yeah, it's a good idea. Let's steal this
2: car. That's a good shovel. They deserve that shovel. You earned that shovel. Let's <laughs> <not> see that.
5: <laughs> That's <laughs> a good. One. go ahead, Jeremy. Carl, with your shovel. Yeah, I feel like I do this uh, or some version of this shovel every so often. But to drivers in Maryland. <laughs> And everywhere, for that matter. When you're getting on a beltway, a highway, you don't get, like, I understand when the turn coming around says go 20 miles an hour, but when you're going to try to get onto an interstate, speed up. You can't just stop in the middle of the lane. This happens
4: oh frequently.
5: Oh, my yeah. God, where people yeah. just stop. I'm yeah. so tired of people missing their exit, and instead of going up to the next exit, turning around and driving back because that's a you problem, going in reverse or the people that are so scared to get on the highway that they stop and wait for no cars to come because eventually what happens is the person behind that person that's like, all right, they're not going to go, I'm going to yeah. go. Can I get and you- then they bleed out in front of you. Then you slam on your brakes, and you got the people behind you slamming on them. Yeah. Can I give you one? Yeah.
2: The double left turn lane. Ugh. You're on the inside. Car on the outside turns and comes into the inside lane, mm. crossing the lane. Mm-hmm. Doesn't know to stay on the outside. Turn in two lanes. Yeah. You, don't turn, you don't merge into one lane. Lady almost tore me up turning. She was turning hard too because it was that wasn't a, uh, the the light was green. Mm-hmm. So we were both coming around right at seven o two, and we were both coming around and she came right into my lane. I
4: stopped and she threw her hands up at me. Yeah, I I told good. Well, I got to add one then. I'm going down Joppa Road going to Towson the other day. Two lanes, guys turning left in a little white little white sedan. Why is it when people have to make turns? They left. They have to swing right first. Yeah, oh like God. they're driving an eighteen yeah. wheel. I'm
5: with you on that one. <laughs>
2: he <They> she
4: <laughs> drove right in front of me. I had to slam on my brakes. What's wrong with you?
5: Staring. Just <laughs> turn the car. <laughs> I told you my scariest time in the two left-hand lanes, and and I don't even like admitting this, but when I was working at one of the roofing companies I worked for, I went home. My job was done. It was a long day. Start running my bath. I got my Wawa turkey bowl waiting for me. I pop my edibles, and then all of a sudden I get a phone call that says. Hey, we got an emergency. There's a leak at this place. We need you to come back. We need you to run. Oh, yeah. So I jumped in my car, started driving. The edibles hit you. And then I got midway, and I was like, oh, my God, what do I do now? Like, I'm I'm stuck. So, like, I was, I, I know I should be admitting this, but, like, it was by total accident. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't do it on purpose. So then they sent me to Lowe's to pick up stuff, and as I'm going to Lowe's, it hits me. And I'm in the two left turn lanes, and I'm going, ah! <laughs> I'm going six <laughs> miles an hour, and I'm scared to death. turning. <laughs> 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 like it was just crazy what it and going down a hill when you're going down a hill, you feel like you're going over the roller coaster. I
2: made the same mistake, Jeremy, <laughs> yeah. and Bel Air Road was the biggest hill incline that I've ever seen in my life. Oh my goodness. Doesn't have a hill incline on Bel Air Don't do
5: that. <laughs> my,
2: my shovel goes to the New York Jets. Why are you activating Aaron Rodgers? He's not gonna play. Why are you putting why him on a fifty three man yeah. roster? Why, why I mean, honestly, he's just, so he could practice. Why? Why? You got two games left. I think he knows how to play. He he exactly. Why? Are you, you're you cutting someone. you cut Nick Bowden. Uh, what was it? Bowden? Uh, Bowden, yeah. And and you put him back on the practice squad. Why, I mean, what are you doing? Yeah, people don't, people don't know, his name, they know his name. There's one bad decision after another. girlfriend's name. Oh, because, yeah. She's uh, a <laughs> buddy. <Ooh>. You can't <laughs>
5: cut him because she's not going to be around anymore. <laughs> but
2: you're making one bad decision after what What's the purpose, Ed, Are your
4: team? Cut, tradition, my friend.
2: Tradition bad decisions are good.
4: tradition.
5: Right.
4: <laughs> they got to keep it alive. I'm like, why? Why? (laughs) That's what we say. Why? Just why? Kim (laughs) McKoveson joins us in the studio at 8 o'clock. Tell him that it's human nature.
0: Why?
2: (laughs) Why? (laughs) Lamar Jackson has been the number one seed before. You remember that in 2019? That didn't end well. Mm -mm. How does that experience help Lamar moving forward? Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.
0: so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com
5: slash recommend today.
4: We just need to keep going, keep staying locked in, and keep staying focused because, you know, we, we know what it was, 2019. You know, we was playing against guys like this, winning games, winning, winning regular season games. and When the time came, we didn't finish the season, so we're just going to keep taking it a
2: day at a time, you know, a practice at a time, and a game at a time. That's Lamar Jackson, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan on this hump day Wednesday Four ten five eight three one zero five seven. that's the number. Back in 2019, the Baltimore Ravens, they started off the season, Jeremy. They started off the season 2-2, two and two, remember that? Mm-hmm. They won the first two games against Miami. Oh, they trounced Miami. And then they beat a very, very uh, gamey Arizona Cardinal team with rookie quarterback, Colin uh, Murray. Then they lost consecutive games to Kansas City, and they got destroyed at home by Cleveland. That was the game that um, running back for Cleveland. Was out right now. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb went off.
5: Mm-hmm. And then Wasn't after that
2: the Earl Thomas like hamstring? Like yeah, made a business decision. Yeah, yeah. Then after that, they ran off twelve victories in a row. Twelve. They sat Lamar for Robert Griffin the third in the final weeks, week seventeen of the season, and a win at home against the Pittsburgh Steelers, twenty eight to ten. So the team was still rolling. They were rolling, Jeremy.
5: Yeah, you know, I was talking to somebody about that year specifically, and, and just how the Miami game went. And just that blowout and yeah. the feelings, and then you were right. You're two and two, and all the questions, and then they just rattle off all these wins. I mean,
2: those wins included. Remember the win they uh, just got your boy, um, um, a cornerback that you don't want to smoke from. Oh, Marcus Peters. They, they traded for Marcus Peters right before the Seattle game. He goes against Seattle and, and, and has a pick six against them. They beat Seattle on a roll, thirty to, 18, 30 to sixteen. Um, they had a bye week. New England comes to town. Primetime. No, that was a primetime game, I believe. New England had the number one defense in all of football. And I kept saying, no, that's fraudulent. Ravens proved it was fraudulent, beating them 37 to 20. Lamar Jackson and uh, uh uh Ingram went off. They destroyed the Cincinnati Bengals. Or they destroyed uh Los Angeles Rams on the road, another primetime game, 45 to 6. And they were just mopping the field with people. And all
5: of a sudden. Bye week yeah. playoffs, well, uh, by season We're going to be at Over. that. I mean, you hope to be at that point again at the end of this year where you get the bye week and you get to decide what does week 18 mean to you to play the Steelers. Like, I don't think there's any discussion. Nobody of importance is playing. I don't want to say of importance. None of my starters are playing in no. that game against the Steelers if I've locked it up. If I'm the afford to sit you, I'm sitting you. Especially against the Steelers. Yeah. I don't want anything goofy happening there. You hope you don't need that game. Come out this weekend end it lock up the number 1 seed and then do whatever you can and then let the people bitch if if you end up losing your first playoff game. Oh, they were flat, they were this. I've seen teams that were get the bye multiple weeks, you know, they take off the final week of the season and then go on and run and win the Super Bowl. It's just a matter of what happens. That's going to be the reason why.
2: We were all athletes. Team sport athletes. All played in college. There's a cliche that's probably so true. It's a cliche, but it's true. They aren't losses; they're lessons. I think we can all say we learned some of the most valuable things we've learned as athletes from losses. Do you agree? Yeah. Do you think 2019 is experience Lamar Jackson learned from as he moves forward to what could be another bye situation? Oh, I think it's
4: evident in his play this year. I think that the maturity he's showing now, I think, is a product of getting older, getting better, and just learning from past you know past problems we've had or past losses.
2: Yeah, Whatever he did going into that 2019 playoff, I don't think he'll repeat it. Even though if you look at the 2019 playoffs, he had a couple of turnovers, but he had 365 passing, 143 rushing, just the turnovers. Just
4: the turnovers, man. Okay, yeah. That's what killed the 49ers against the Ravens on Monday. That 429 yards, but they turned the ball over five times. They got trounced. Can't do that.
2: I think maybe uh, John Harbaugh also, Jeremy, maybe learned from the experience of that
5: 2019 season. But I agree with you. If you can rest them, you got to rest them. I'm always going to do it. Like again, it, I, I go back to the smartest, dumbest thing I've ever said. You're only right when you're right, and no matter what happens in that first game, that's what people are going to roll with. Hey, they blow them out. Great job resting them. You lose. Uh, I wouldn't have rested my players. You got to have them ready for it. All these guys have played football, so I don't think that the, ultimately resting or getting like some of that's going to fall on the coaching staff to keep these guys ready. But they're professionals too. They should be ready for a playoff game.
2: I've I've had the privilege of of having some really good co-hosts. at – I've been been blessed. But I got to, I'm fighting this one in my head. What was more profound? Vinny Serato saying you can't win two unless you win one, or Jeremy Kahn saying you're not right until you're right?
5: No, you're not right unless you're right. Unless
2: you're right. Which one was more profound? That one. That's a struggle. No, it's mine. You can't win (laughs) one, you can't win two unless you win one, and you're not right
5: unless unless you're 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 right. Yeah. It's the smartest, dumbest thing I've ever seen. I mean, said. I'm going to chew on that for a while. Well, think about it from the context of making a decision of whether you go for two, okay? I'll give you the example. And you guys will understand exactly what I'm saying. Please, please. If you get it, that was a great call. You should have went for two. If you don't get it, it was a stupid call, no matter what. No matter if the guy was open and they screwed it up, whatever. It doesn't matter. The guy dropped the ball. He's wide open. Shouldn't have went for two. Should have kicked the extra. Yeah. Okay, so like, let me, if,
4: if you can't imitate him, don't copy him.
5: That's dumb. I don't get that.
4: Well, let me let me let me speak from from Vinny's standpoint. Yeah, you won your second game. Mm-hmm.
2: That's your second win. But you wouldn't have that second win if you didn't have your first. Yeah, mine's better. You think yours is better? Of course. Four ten five eight three one zero five seven is the number. Let's go to Antonio in Rosedale. What's up, Antonio?
4: Excuse me. Good, morning. good morning. morning. You get all choked up when you call the Big Bad Morning Show. to use the big boy
5: voice. He's like, "Good morning, good morning, Antonio. Yeah. How are you?" Good. How are you guys doing? Doing well. Good.
1: If the Ravens win against the Dolphins this, this week and clinch the number one seed,
5: do they play or sit the starters against the Steelers? Have a wonderful day, guys.
2: You do too. Uh, Jer- I'm glad he did ask that question. Because Jeremy, you and I both gave our opinions. We think they should sit. Ed did not give his opinion. Ed, if they clinch this thing going into week 18, Already the number one C should they sit the players?
4: No. I'm not a big fan of that because <clears throat> then you're going to have off for a couple of weeks.
5: Ed's wrong.
2: you will
4: be off three weeks. Okay. Yeah. Ed's wrong. That's a long time.
2: It's not. It's 21 yeah. days. You know,
4: that's <laughs> a long time.
2: You know, I mean, I live with no regrets and I got all the way to December the 27th before I had one. I regretted asking Ed that question it was
5: a dumb answer. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> So what happens if you play a meaningless game and your guy gets hurt? You're not worried about it that? It happens. Yeah. Well, it doesn't if you don't play him. No. <laughs> it doesn't. That's a fact. But no, Thanks, like, Yogi. But, <laughs> but Nobody Ed's, goes anymore. It's, it's too, crowd. too crowded. <laughs> to Ed's point, though, it, it, it's the same. Th- so, like, you worry about your team coming out flat, and that's where. How did
4: the Ravens if, look after the bye?
5: They looked flat. They looked flat. Well, hold on. That Their offense had looked like that quite a bit that year.
4: Whatever. They got a reputation of being really good after the bye. They, they, after the bye this year, they look flat.
5: You know my big problem with the Ravens in the postseason has been, and everybody wants to bitch about Lamar, it's been the play calling. It's been like, um, I, I think it's just been abysmal in the postseason where teams have come in and they're like, it's almost like they have uh, football for dummies over there. They're reading, mm-hmm. oh my God, they're going to run it right up the middle again here. You know, like they know exactly what you're yeah. going to do. And when we go back to the Titans, the the one Titans loss, in the postseason, and Giro was out there. And I think he called the same three plays to start the game Yeah, that he called the second uh-huh. half to start the second half. Can we not half?
2: talk about him? He's gone.
5: I'm just saying, like, just don't Lamar talk gets a ton of blame him. for losing in the postseason, and I get all that. I but, don't want to talk about Giro.
2: On, I'm glad he's gone.
5: Rashard in Baltimore. What's up, man?
2: Hey, what's going on, man? man your top three is, is ill. I like it. Ravens, 49ers, and Cowboys? Well, that was uh, – I hypothetically, right – no. If they would have um, beat the Dolphins, which I would have had the Cowboys as number three, though? I I'm would have, serious. yeah. I would have. I would have, yeah. But okay, did, yeah, didn't have it didn't happen. We, we, it's not the hypothetical top three. It's the real <laughs> top three.
4: <laughs> well, if we had a running back that can get into the end zone. Well, you don't. You know, like, come on, man. A- 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 uh, hey, Rob, we was debating last week. I think it was last week when you was like, well, Jerry Jones promised uh, Tony Pollard a contract, and he didn't give it to him. He just franchised him. Don't you see now why? You know, would you give this guy a contract? I'll,
2: the the guy's still hurt, man. He's still hurt. He's not what he was before the injury.
4: Man, he he just he's sucks, still, man. I'm, I'm
2: glad. I'm glad they're gonna get rid of him, man.
4: Like he's not the answer running back. He costs us the game, and 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 in turn, now in the Ravens and Dolphins game really means something, man. You know, he could they could have helped the Ravens out with this week, man. man yeah, that could have been
5: double good for you, man. Exactly, man. You know, now Tyreek Hill is coming here. Now, what
2: do
3: y'all think is the answer to stop Tyreek, man? Because he was scorching that Cowboys defense. You know? Rattle
4: the cage of tour, time Tanya Harding.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, I mean, like honestly, if you if you want to stop the wide receiver, the best way to do it is to get to the quarterback. Yep. Yeah, and that's he, true. But if they don't get you get to him, man, you know, there's, um, there's, there's, then
4: you can trump R- trouble. Rashawn, look me in the eye. Did I see you with a number thirteen Dolphins jersey on online?
5: Hell no. What are you talking? No, never. Was it uh, high when you were looking at stuff No, <laughs> hey, I don't put it... I've never heard Rashawn get serious. <laughs> I don't put it past Rashawn if he was trying to get one of those snow leopards home that he tries to pick up in other towns. Rashawn, They're not snow bunnies. These things are old. Rashawn, hats off to you for not
2: dropping the F-bomb on that one because I know you felt it. <laughs> yeah,
5: it was coming, man. i like to remember who I was talking to, man. Away, man. You
2: know? <laughs> hey, man, we got to go. Have a good one. 410 583 1057 5, is the number. He Yeah, hell no. I swear I thought I saw that online somewhere. a <laughs> on Dan Marino
5: jersey? <laughs> I thought I did.
2: Ken McCusick joins us Maybe at 8 o'clock. Right. You know, we don't all look alike. But <laughs> we go back down week 16, picks recap them
4: all. Oh. On the fan. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.
2: You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Was the MVP debate settled on Monday night? We'll talk about that at seven forty-five. But on the other side, well, right now I should say it's Week sixteen recaps. Oh man, Jeremy Conn, I went eight and eight. What'd you do? Sixteen and zero. What'd you do? Seven and nine. <laughs> and Norris, what'd you do? Twelve and four. Joe, how'd you do?
3: Uh, Ten and six. Ten and six. Yeah, <sighs> man. What do the standings look like right now, Joe? Uh, I finally figured out how to count. Um, I would given Jeremy an extra loss by accident. See? Um, so right now, Ed, I would be surprised if you don't win this whole thing because you're 10 games up on, on the next closest person on Rob. You're at 155 and 85. Rob, you're at 145 and 95. Jeremy, two games back of Rob. You're 143 and 97. And I'm uh, bringing up the rear at 139
2: and 101. I've been in a slump. I mean, I think in the last three weeks, 8-8 eight and eight is
5: my best week. How the hell did Ed go 12 and 4 when New England beat Denver? The Raiders beat the Chiefs. And he did pick the Ravens to win. But he also picked uh, the Jets to win.
4: Yeah.
2: Uh the we didn't Lions have the Lions
4: to win, we differed on. He did
5: picked you, he picked
2: Tampa to win. Did you pick Atlanta? No.
4: <laughs> loser.
5: I
1: had Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> what a pathetic pick. You didn't have Atlanta?
2: No.
4: I picked the Dolphins. What a loser. <laughs> you guys picked the Cowboys? Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
5: I had yeah, Jacksonville pick- over Tampa. We knew Ed was picking Tampa Bay.
4: Tamper. Picked the Jets over Washington. He took Joe Flacco. Did you? Did anybody pick Vegas? No. No.
5: Yeah, okay. two of the keep it moving games. Uh, apparently kept it moving on us. Denver over New England. Did you pick Cincy or Pittsburgh? I had Pittsburgh. Oh, nice. yeah. Cincy.
2: Yeah, Cincy. Mm.
5: You sure yep. you added his score up right? I've already got four of his losses.
4: No, that's it, man. <laughs> Son that's of it. a bitch. You, p- you picked the Jets. I know that. Yeah, yeah. I remember that because I made fun of you for that. I picked the Seahawks. You, you picked the Titans. That's where yeah. you differed. Yeah. Um,
5: I picked the Seahawks.
4: I had Cleveland.
5: Yeah. You had Houston.
2: I had,
4: I had Cleveland. You had Houston. Yeah. I had Tampa. You had Jacksonville. <laughs> you had who? Tamper. Tamper. Tamper Bay.
1: <laughs> I had
4: Miami. You had Dallas. That's where what, that's what we different in all those. Yeah.
5: You got the right ones, baby.
3: Rob, you did have a nine and four in Week Thirteen, but since then it's been it's been tough sledding.
5: Yeah, man, why don't you do some homework?
2: time off for a second. <laughs> Ain't nobody asking you nothing, Joe. You you <laughs> said nobody, that nobody. I don't. Need I a was recap. trying to help you. you I don't said need to recap a of my disaster is three weeks. weeks. I said three
3: weeks. Last three weeks. I don't need a recap of my disaster. You had Two eight and eights in a row, so they weren't losing. All right, he went nine and four. Did an eight and eight, eight and eight, five and ten, nine and four in Week Thirteen.
5: Man. That's pathetic,
2: dude. Everybody
3: gives Mike Tomlin credit for eight and eights, so I'll give you credit for eight and eight. <laughs> Jeremy, I think you're behind me.
4: You're not for long, though.
5: You've been saying that all year. You've
3: How been far, behind me all year.
4: How far behind Rob are you? Two. Two, yeah.
5: Mm-hmm. I'm 12 behind you. Right. You
4: keep
2: uh,
5: track of that? Uh, I got are we doing the playoffs, nah, man?
2: Too? We don't do the playoffs nah, season. He's, he's just being arrogant about it. That's yeah. all, Jim. You don't pick up on the arrogance? No, I like I sm- it. that's the name of his cologne. Arrogance. <laughs> <laughs> I like a
5: confident Ed. <laughs> <laughs> Talk a little smack, Ed. Get yours in, man. Nah, Have some fun man. with it. Yeah.
3: It just, what like- is the actual fragrance of arrogance?
2: You smell it when you know it. Apparently it's you me. Know you know my it. essence. It's Jacar Noir and Brute mixed together. Jacar Noir. Jacar. Remember that? Remember Jacar was a thing? <laughs> God, God. <laughs> what are you wearing? Cool Dracar water. Noir. Cool water. I
5: love cool water. So like. Cool water was my, that's what I went to. Cool and by the way, water. didn't know how to put on cologne. Put way too much on. Smelled like a French whore.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Do I smell
5: good, good now? <laughs> no, you smell awful. Yeah. Oh, boy. 410
2: 583 1057. Let's go out to Frederick and get George. What's up, George?
3: Hey, man. It's just great sitting here listening to you guys. I'm laughing along with you. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks a lot,
2: man.
5: man.
3: Hey, uh, listen. I, I saw something really cool that I wanted to, to pass on this morning. Uh, when the Ravens beat Miami this Sunday and everything settled, <laughs> the next road trip is to Vegas for the Super Bowl. I love it. Oh, that
2: is pretty awesome.
3: Isn't that great? Man, what, what, what an opportunity we have and how on
2: earth would we have it without Lamar Jackson? I just don't get it. I mean, he is absolutely, put any word you want
3: valuable, impactful, incredible, entertaining. He's just a playmaker worth watching, and I'm glad we get to watch him here in Baltimore. You
5: know what's funny is he nailed it, and that sounded exactly like a Magic Johnson tweet. I was just about to say, he's, <laughs> he's the, <laughs> Lamar is the rock of yeah. the NFL, <laughs> <laughs> the most oh. electrifying.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he's by magnificent. Way, he's in. By the Im- way, the fans have spoken. Mm-hmm. You know, like you could tell the importance of a game by the ticket prices, right? So the average ticket, you have tickets for uh, coming up for Sunday as low as... Two sixty-seven. That's the low. What do you think the low is on ticket prices for Week eighteen? against Pittsburgh seventy-seven.
4: Mm.
2: No value at all. I'm kidding. No value.
3: Damn. Fans are spoken. I'm not going to that game. Yeah.
2: I'm saving up for the playoffs. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> if we lose on lose on Sunday, we can still get the number one seed if the Dolphins lose to if if the Dolphins lose to the Bills in Week eighteen, and we beat the Steelers, we'd still be number one. I just rather just beat the Dolphins Sunday.
2: So if you beat the we beat the Dolphins Sunday, it's locked up because you are two games ahead with one game left. So let's you just, lock it up. Let's just beat them up. Let's just let just have
5: you know, beat them up. You I love. hope it's cold. Is it be cold Sunday? I did. Um. Well, I mean, considering that we just had what was it, December twenty sixth, and it was jacket weather and shorts if you wanted it. <laughs> a crazy freaking day what like what what is it this it says lower 32 on sunday ah, that's what i want that's what i want joe said high of 51 a high of 51
3: <laughs> it's sun? a sunday 1 p.m. game sunday at 1 it says times of clouds and sun 51 degrees that's, that's
5: not what, what says, i want times of clouds and sun that's not what i want
3: for a team that usually plays when it's 85, I'll
2: take that. Yeah, but it's like below 40 is the number for them. Yeah, but Lamar looked chilly out in San Francisco on a
5: Monday night. And Lamar you know? can play in the cold. He just don't like the cold. I, well, I'm not saying, <laughs> He can <laughs> play get, in the cold. I'm just saying, like, even, even if it's not freezing, I still think that affects them. I want it freezing. I want, like, icicles.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry for the people that are going there because I'm not. But, yeah. But I'm not going to have it because right now it says 51. I will be at home. Or somebody's home or somewhere <laughs> watching it. Yep. I'm, uh, I'm, not, I'm not going to the game. It's going to be a big one. What were the numbers uh, for Monday Night Football again, Joe? Uh,
3: 29.2 million. The highest viewed game in Ravens history? Uh, yeah, regular season. Regular season, of course, yeah. Because Super Bowl would uh, 27.2 2 million. And the second
2: highest in Monday Night Football franchise is 1996.
3: That's correct. Number one is Week 11 Chiefs versus Eagles. Of oh, this year? Yep. Really? That was, tw- that was over 29 million.
2: Who wanted to see that game?
3: Taylor Swift fans.
2: Oh. T-Swizzle. Ah. See, we didn't have the advantage of Taylor Swift. We still did it. How was the mac and cheese, Ed? Very good. Stephanie's not listening. She's off. So it's it was a little late for me. Tell her thank you.
5: I was really hungry yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I so left it home. I, hey.
2: I left it home. It's my bad, man. It's it didn't fine. stop me I'm I'm
5: eating now. Yeah, it's not me, though.
2: Ken McCusick from Film Study Baltimore joins us at 8 o'clock, but on the other side. That game that was viewed by over 27 million people Did it settle the MVP debate. Bait. We'll talk about it up next. <laughs> MVP, bait up. <laughs> MVP debate coming up. MVP debate up next to the fan. 7.47 in the a.m., Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. They had Norse Rob Long, Jeremy Kahn, was the MVP debate settled? Give us a call, 410 583 1057. Was it settled, uh, in your opinion, Ed Norris, on Monday night?
4: Yes, for sure. Um, and I think that was the consensus around the country. People were saying, this is it. This is going to decide the MVP. Prior to the game, this is, oh, well, we have it this first time. We've had three MVP candidates on the field at the same time. And, oh, uh, no, nah, I think it's, you know, you got your answer. You're card? Thanks, so. though.
5: Yeah, I, I hate when the MVP when they try to break it down to one game, but we know like once you get later in the season, these things kind of loom large um, and it and it becomes that like what, what would have happened had they gotten blown out and Brock Purdy didn't throw all the interceptions, um, you know, the big the big sticking point for people about he probably them- win. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, might. I, I, I mean, I don't. I mean, they were trying to. His quite... numbers
4: were great. They put his numbers up against Lamar's. They were better than Lamar's. His actual raw numbers.
5: They are, but they've also trailed in a bunch of those games. It doesn't matter.
4: That, I'm just saying. We go well, n- numbers side by side, and if, if they won that game and he had a good big day, I think he would have won it.
5: Lamar's got way more rushing yards. Yeah. way more rushing attempts. Got more rushing yards than running backs. Way more rushing touchdowns. Just mm-hmm. keep going with the. Oh, anyway, yeah. they, No, but like the point is, I do think all the statistics matter. But teams that are on, you know, if you're a winning team. Look at how many times the, the Ravens have trailed this year. Like We talked about them giving it up late, right? right. Having two double-digit leads or multiple double-digit leads and blowing them. It's one of the reasons why you don't see the higher statistics. When you're leading in the second half, you're going to run the football.
2: I think you said it best, Jeremy. All numbers aren't created equally. They're not. No. They, just, they just aren't. Um, when you start talking numbers, what do those numbers mean to, team, to, to a team? I, I think Dan Orlovsky, if you had the sound, Joe, for those that missed it earlier, I think his point... Uh, I think he and Chris Collins have the best points about the MVP. This is what Orlowski
3: said. There are so many examples, and I think that's why... Listen, I love talking about the MVP. And this year, it's more about than just the numbers. You you have to watch the games, and you have to see the impact that he has on the games. There are, on a weekly basis, seven, eight, nine plays that, in any other instance... That play is a negative 6, 7, or 8-yard loss. And instead, it's a 4, 5, 15, 20-yard yeah. gain. That's the def- definition this year for
5: me of MVP. There you go. I just, you know, when we go back at it and look at all these players, and, and I am a numbers guy. Like, i have playing fantasy sports, looking at points being scored. But you honestly, you can't grade everything equally. Like, if we're two different styles of offense, is a guy that, let me ask you this, a guy that... At Texas Tech, right? Is he going to put up better numbers than somebody at Florida State? More than likely, right? More than likely. And I'm not not comparing this year. I'm just using we have an up-tempo passing offense versus a team that's more of a traditional style, pro-style offense. So, yeah, he's going to have better numbers at the end of the year. We can look at turnovers and all those things. But if you're not throwing as much as the other guys, then what the hell is the difference? What are we asking about here? If you're if you're a baseball team are you, and you need one run late, are you swinging away? Are you trying to manufacture a run? I mean, there's different ways to get things done. And the same thing applies in football. If you have leads late, you're not going to be throwing the ball. That's why when we went over Big Ben's numbers, when he throws the ball less than 20 times a game, he usually wins. Well, why is that? He's not throwing the ball in the second half. I mean, it's like some man, things just make sense. Man, that'd
2: be playing. Yeah, Let's go to White Marsh and get Cliff. Come on, Cliff.
3: Good morning, gentlemen. Happy New Year to all of you. And I think that guy that uh, you you, uh, represented there, Orlowski, said it perfect. I've been watching athletics for 60 years. I'm a body language guy. Whenever an athlete, a supreme athlete like that, lays down his will and people are competing against that, I don't care if it's Reggie Jackson hitting three home runs in a game. It's no longer about anything else except he's larger than life. It doesn't even matter, uh, Jordan or LeBron, the way they take over a game. But when you see the sh- the, sh- the shoulder shrug on players that have been whipping people's butt in this league like the 49ers, you can just see it in their eyes. They've never – case closed. He's yeah. MVP. Yeah, that's that's just...
2: a good point, man. The body language of the 49ers was, was not good by midway through the third quarter on Monday night. They had no answer, no response at all. <laughs>
5: But I think that was the Ravens offense and defense though. How many times have you watched a game where, you know, just looking at it, you see how defeated defenders are on this like on the 49ers? You said you saw the look on the one guy's face. He was like, Come on, man. Yeah. Are you freaking kidding me? How many times the Bills when uh, they played the Ravens and we had guys getting juked out of their their shoes, their cleats on the field and missing play? Like there's so many times when you watch Lamar that you're just in awe of how good he is at getting out of trouble. Um, and there are the times where people are going to knock him for the throwing motion, some of the ugly incompletions that you're going to have. But overall, I think you're very fortunate for what you have here. And hopefully he stays healthy because if he stays healthy, I think he got a shot. Ellicott
2: City, let's go to uh, Kevin. What's up, Kevin? Morning, fellas. How you doing? Doing well. How are you, man? Doing great. Like the segment. Um, two things. Thank you. I, I, believe, uh, I believe Lamar is certainly running away with
3: this based on a lot of the the collective thoughts being thrown in the ring about Lamar. But uh, question, Mm -hmm. do
2: you think that's why sometimes the other offensive players don't always get thrown into the MVP? Because here's my thing. To me, it's kind of like Brock Purdy having a bad game wiped himself out, wiped out McCaffrey and Debo all at the same time, right? Does that make sense? Like. Uh, Him I having a bad game almost eliminated two other guys
5: from the conversation in some way.
2: I don't know if Debo was ever really part of the conversation, but
5: I, I don't. He wasn't. He was hurt.
4: He, he wasn't. Be, he, yeah. His yeah. name
5: got brought up because people yeah. are like, he's not the best.
4: Purdy's not the best player okay. on his team, okay. yeah. and they
5: would bring up all the other yeah. ancillary. I don't pieces.
2: know if he knocked out. McCaffrey because it was always one two. McCaffrey's been knocked out by position.
5: Yeah, I mean it
2: was one two Purdy and Lamar. McCaffrey mm-hmm. right now is like sixth
4: or seventh yeah. on the list. Yeah, so and I think it, if you look at the list, he's yeah, probably, probably still because of position
5: four. He's probably still five or six now. Well, everybody else is a quarterback. That's, that's what I mean. Him. Yeah, yeah. Tyreek Hill and McCaffrey are the two position yeah. players that were really up for it. Yeah, and they're they're so far behind. Like Josh Allen's ahead of them. So yeah. to answer the caller's Matt question,
2: Prescott. no, I don't I don't think he knocked McCaffrey. I think McCaffrey already was teetering top five. I think Purdy did a good job of knocking himself out with four interceptions. 410-583-1057. That's the number. Bottomless Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Jeremy Khan's World of Stupid at 830. Don't go anywhere. Don't want to miss that. But on the other side, he is in studio with us. See what Ken McCusick found on film that we don't know about the Ravens 49ers game. Up next on the fan.